It is great to be with you yet another day to share with you in these morning devotions. But you know what? It is a joy to know that you are there listening to this morning devotion. And I want to thank you for taking these morning devotions and sharing them with others. Who knows who will be helped as a family in regards to these morning devotions. All I am doing is following the leading of the Lord. And as I was saying to one of uh, the producers here, that I believe that this even goes even more than the radio station would go because this goes to a home and when one feels like listening, one would listen. When one feels like sharing, one would share. One can keep it and listen to it as often as one desires to do that. One can share it with as many as one desire. One can go back and listen to the first, the second, if one don't want to hear all, and one just love this particular one, one can share that. So you are a partner with us in getting the gospel out. We're just servants here in trying to share this, and I trust that you are helping us to get it out, and you'll be surprised to know how far it is going because of you. You may have sent it to one person, but you don't know how many people that one person sent it to, and how many people those persons who they sent it to, sent it to. This is the way of getting the word out, and I'm glad that you are partnering with me. This is proving our love for the Lord. Yes, John R. Rice, he said in his song, Jesus Love Me, now in his love I glory, rest and rejoice in him, blood bought and dear to Jesus, my joy is full within. Nothing then, I'm persuaded, can take me from his hand, nor height, nor depth, nor power, Satan, nor self, nor man. Jesus loves me, yes, Jesus loves me, for me he died, and the crimson tide proves that Jesus loves me, that Jesus loves me. So I sing it again, that Jesus loves me. I join with John R. Rice and say, I say it again, that Jesus loves me. And you can say that Jesus loves you. You say, but how can you be sure that God loves the world? For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but shall have everlasting life. This will be the last morning that I'll be sharing with you on this subject, married and miserable. Not the last morning to be sharing with you on the family, but dealing with married and miserable. And I trust that you've understood some of the things that I spoke about because they are practical. They happen in the lives of people. And uh, I trust that they would help all of us in our relationship. What are some of the things I shared? I shared that People are miserable in marriage today because of the different abuse that goes on in the relationship. We look at it and we call it domestic violence in the relationship. Remember, I think one morning I shared with you and I said, not everybody that tell you they fell down in the bathroom and that's how they get that cut over their eye or uh, that mark in their face. Not all of that is true. You know that. Sometimes they got a crack arm and they would say, I slipped down, I fell. You know, not all of that's true. A lot of that come from domestic abuse, abuse in the home. So I shared domestic abuse produces physical abuse. I talked about sexual abuse. I shared with you what that is. 
I shared with you on verbal abuse. And then I went on and shared with you in regards to spiritual abuse. You know, people are abused and try to use scripture and, you know, to say that they're doing it based on what the Word of God has to say. I shared with you on economic abuse where, you know, uh, I'm taking care of myself. I'm looking out for me. I ain't studying nobody else. This is mine and that's his business or that's her business. I shared with you on emotional abuse. And this morning, I want to close this point by sharing psychological abuse. You see, when I speak of psychological abuse, is causing fear by intimidation, threatening physical harm to self. Sometimes when people don't get their own way, they tell you, I feel like killing myself. Uh, I would go kill myself. I would do this and I would do that to myself. And uh, wow, that is just abusing one psychologically, knowing that the other person don't want them to do anything to themselves. And they're saying it because they want to get at the other person. In some cases, it is threatening physical harm to the children. Wow, we need to stop and think of these things for a little while. Then it is threatening physical harm to the partner. In some cases, you'd be surprised to know it is destruction of property or even of pets. When, when you see it gets to that, it is really getting out of control. And the scripture has addressed many of these issues, all of them, as a matter of fact. I wish I had time to, to read the scriptures that address these things. If you got time, read Proverbs 19.25. Listen to what this portion of scripture says. Psalms 55, verse 4 down to verse number 8. Let me, let me read verse 3. He says, Because of the voice of the enemy, because of oppression of the wicked, for they cast iniquity upon me, and in wrath they hate me. Notice what he said now. My heart is so pained within me. Wow. This is what's happening. The person is walking around. The psalmist, he said, my heart is so pain within me. To the extent, he said, and the terrors of death are falling upon me. Hmm. Fearfulness and tremblings are come upon me, and horror had overwhelmed me. Look at verse 6. And I said, Oh, that I had wings like a dove. Hey, Samus, what do you want to do? He said, for then would I fly away and be at rest. What is the psalmist saying? He said, this thing is bothering me so much on the inside that I wish that I had, had that power where I can just slip out of this life. He said, lo, then would I wander far off and remain in the wilderness. I would hasten my escape from the windy storm and tempest. What did he call it? He says it's like a windy storm. It's like a hurricane, a windy storm and a tempest. Solomon wrote in so many portions, but in chapter 15, verse number four, he said, A wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness therein is a breach in the spirit. Notice how he feels and now he speaks out about how he feels. In chapter 18 of Proverbs and in verse 21, he says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue 
and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. And the verse after that says, Whoso findeth a wife findeth a good thing and obtain favor of the Lord. The wife is there to comfort, to console, to be that helpmate, to encourage that man. And the man is there to do the same for the wife. I wish we had time to read Malachi 2.16, Ezekiel 22.11 and 21. I wish we had time, but we'll come back and read this. Ezekiel 5.22, Colossians 3.9 and 21. I wish we had time to read 1 Timothy 5 8. But all these are there encouraging against this matter of psychological abuse. It, it just plays on your mind. Hey folks, let's be conscious. Let's love God. Let's love one another so that in our marriage relationship, we would be happy. My desire for you is that you will be married and happy and not married and miserable. Father, thank you. Thank you for the words that you have shared with me so that I can share with your people. Thank you for the scripture that we have that we can go back to, dear God, and make sure of these things. Lord, bless the homes. Oh, change us, dear God, and make us what you would have us to be. Our Father, help us to look within. Sometimes we look across, but help us to look within our own lives. And Lord, saying that I'm the only one that would have anything to do with my changing and seeing that the other individual whether he or she is the only one that can do anything about changing, may we look within and change ourselves. Change us, dear God, and help us to be loving people. We love you, praise you, and we thank you for loving us. Be with your people now. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. We'll pick up next morning and continue on the family. Do have a great day in the Lord.